Hello, everyone. Welcome to Soulmates Podcast. This is Emily. And this is Rachel. And it is the November... Oh, my God. November. (laughs) K-pop roundup. (laughs) It's the K-pop roundup. Oh, time flies. So quickly. I cannot believe it's already December. The beginning of this year passed by so slowly yeah and then as soon as we hit june it was like light speed there's just so many holidays and things to do in the fall and like in the spring it's just like devoid of everything except like valentine's day if you celebrate that and like spring break if you're a student but beyond that it's like get fucked from january to may (laughs) yeah so this month some questionable music came out And uh, some good music came out. I am literally dreading the December roundup because half of what we have to listen to is Christmas music and it all sucks. It's all going to be slow too. Yeah, so uh, prepare for that. We may not have 10 songs for December, but we're going to do our best. Let's start the November roundup. Coming in at number 10, we have Tierra. Oh my god, they're back. And they released Tiki Taka. I gave it an 8. I also gave it an eight. I was not expecting a TR reunion, but there are only four members of the OG, I think seven. They've been through a lot of lineup changes, but four of them are there. The chorus of this song sounds a lot like their older music, so that made me happy. It's yeah. electropop with a catchy hook. I feel like that's the perfect way to describe Tiara's electropop catchy hook. Yeah. <laughs> I was so distracted by the choreography in this video. I found it super awkward. It looked like they were washing their hands. I yeah. know that they can do better. Like, this is the group that that did shuffling. What are they doing? <laughs> Yeah, it looked like lotion hands to me. Like if they were selling lotion. Their styling looked bad. However, it is so quintessentially second gen K-pop. I'm like, (laughs) you didn't need to do that. Let's leave that in the past. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe they were going for that. Who knows? Their jewelry looked so cheap. And the black outfits that they wore, I'm like, this is what a dance team would wear. What no. what are they fucking wearing? <laughs> Dance teams are so much worse, Emily. It's beyond your comprehension how bad. <laughs> <laughs> At least their makeup was snatched. I thought yeah. that the makeup artist did a good job. The blue and white casual outfits were a bit better, but <laughs> the track pants, harem pants combination <laughs> abomination. <laughs> unforgivable that was so ugly i guess i was just hoping for a little more the song is good though it's a catchy song i said dang these bitches old (laughs) just kidding (laughs) pretty sure they're still younger than us um oh god (laughs) (laughs) i thought they looked good at the chorus i actually liked the black dresses with the eyelets we like had opposite opinions on the styling It, it definitely felt like more of a mature vibe though which I don't know if I think is appropriate, even if they are like 26, 27. I did not like the white and blue outfits. <laughs> the song, though, is pretty good. And the chorus definitely carries the song because it sounds like their old songs, which were really catchy back in the day. However, the rest of the song was meh 
And I just wish there was more electro vibes throughout the whole song. Our number nine song is by TXT. They released I Know I Love You. I gave it an eight. I also gave it an eight. So the music video starts off with a quote, and this is what the YouTube caption said it was. You can say adolescence is a whole universally present in the lives of everyone. Large or small, we experience hunger and emptiness in our soul during this period. However, to some boys, this whole invades their lives with excessive frequency and in complex forms. <laughs> yes, lots of holes here. I'm sorry, I'm five. <laughs> This is a quote from Kong Yu-jung um, from Manhole, the exquisite metaphor for the whole in life. <laughs> Why is that so funny to me? I'm so sorry. <laughs> the gays have forever just altered my perception of the word whole, and I, I just can't. Especially manhole. You're manhole. You're manhole. <laughs> really? <laughs> so that's what, uh, that, that's what starts off this music video. Uh, my notes say, yeah, I was emo too as a teen. Yeah. <laughs> the boys are really in their feelings for this song. They're singing in an abandoned building with one mic. <laughs> they trade off on who has the mic. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um, and then they're driving around looking wistfully out of a car window. Their car breaks down. But, you know, that's totally fine because they come across an abandoned hotel with a pool with extremely hot water. I mean, why is this water steaming? why dystopian world i don't know i don't know at the end they they set their van on fire and then cheer as it burns and i was like is this supposed to be your past i guess i don't know i'm like how are you gonna get home you just burned your car what is going on in this video i liked that the boys were being vulnerable and they're talking about negative emotions like insecurity desperation sadness I thought that was cool because a lot of the time K-pop songs don't really talk about that. They're being soft boys. The styling for this is Zoomer Skater, and that is SK8R. <laughs> so I think the theme of this music video or like the vibe of the set was that it's a dystopian or not even dystopian. It's like the end of the world. And I think they were going for like a climate change end of the world thing because at one point one of the boys is in a bathtub full of plastic bottles, in a bathroom full of plastic bottles, the steaming pool. I did not get that. Yeah. I have to watch it again with that in my mind now. The empty classroom, you know, everything just looked run down and they were wearing like suits with blood on them and stuff. I don't know. That was just my guess. It's like the end of the world, basically. I liked their, like, old-school, shitty-looking earphones <laughs> that they were wearing. Um, I really hope that's not a product placement, because it is a cassette tape player. So I can't imagine there being, like, a modern version of that. I liked the lyric, please use me like a drug. <laughs> I thought that was yeah. very interesting. And it was said in English, too. I also really liked the female vocal feature on this song. I thought that went really nice with the chorus. At the end of the music video, there are, like, meteors coming out of the sky to take them out like dinosaurs. Uh, <laughs> I actually really liked the styling in this video. Nothing was super crazy, and I really liked their blood 
splattered school uniforms. I thought that was poignant for an end of the world video. They also scream at the end (laughs) because it's the end of the world, I guess. I don't know. And then at the end, they just show their clothes on the floor. So I guess they get raptured. (laughs) I'm not really sure. I stopped asking questions. I was just like, this is weird. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I I still have the, the chorus part in my head, but they're like, I know I love you. <laughs> Very emo. <laughs> it is extremely emo. Our number eight song is by Hwasa. She released I'm a B. I gave it an eight. I gave it a nine. YouTube title says I'm a and then a Hongul character which translates to bish which I think is light but yes. it's supposed to be like I'm a I'm a bitch I'm a bitch yeah but not saying bitch <laughs> so now that you guys understand that <laughs> so this starts off with Hwasa being water birthed from a crate and then she gets up like a sexy baby and opens a the door. Then the music begins. I was like, ooh, this is some nice ASMR, like with the water in the spa music. Oh my god. It's like, ooh. Per usual, she is looking unbelievably beautiful. Some of the styling I do take issue with, though. Uh, the, the stone leotard she had, fine. The red dress, she looked super hot. But the nails... They were too cunt. They were like so long and then wavy. They looked like it was like hot glue. What was going on with that? I was I was just like, her nails have reached maximum cuntiness. Like it's too much. And also I'm I'm really over the early aughts inspired clothing that was in some of this. Especially the early aughts like rectangle sunglasses. Oh, they're so ugly. It reminds me of Soldier Boy. Oh no. If those come back, I will be so mad. It's only a matter of time. The male dancers, when they were in the vinyl pants and the mesh see-through tops, bitch. I just love when nips are out. Oh that was God. a total win. Love the nips. At one point, we get a modern dance breakdown featuring a gaya gum, which is a traditional Korean plucked instrument as 12 strings. It was really fucking cool. I don't think I've ever seen something like that in a K-pop music video like that before. However, I felt like that needed to be a separate song or a separate video. Mm -hmm. It was very jarring. Overall, though, the song is sexy. It's danceable. It's very sassy. A Hwasa standard. So your Christmas gift this year is Hwasa and the Cunty Nails. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) I loved the styling in this video. I thought she looked fantastic the entire time. The only thing I didn't like was the crotch seam in her bedazzled bodysuit. Like, there are ways to sew around that. (laughs) Okay, what is your opinion on the nails? The wavy nails were a bit weird, but also she looked so good. Like, every single outfit, she looked great. So, I don't mind the early aughts influence. I think it can be cute, and I thought she looked really fashionable in this music video. Her voice sounds really good in this video too, and the song is so smooth and easy to listen to. I really liked it. The breakdown in the middle with the Kaya gum 
that Emily mentioned is super powerful, but like you said, it just seems a bit out of place. I had to give this a nine though because I really liked the song. I liked her styling. I think it's worth watching the video, especially if you like Hwasa. She looks amazing. Okay, coming in at number seven, we have Eric Nam with Any Other Way. I gave it an eight. I gave it a nine. Eric has a horse and he's dressed like a 70s cowboy. <laughs> For a hot second, I literally thought that he was in Payne's Prairie. I don't think you're that far off the mark on that, actually. I was like, did he film in Gainesville, Florida? He and that horse are smizing the house down against giant trees with Spanish moss and some scrub brush. I was just like, is this North Florida? From what I could tell of the foliage from the music video, because there's not like a close-up shot on any leaves or anything, but it seems like those were live oaks. And I don't know if there's an equivalent of a live oak in South Korea, but that's what it seemed like he was on. And the setting really does look like Payne's Prairie, or it even could have been like anywhere with a, with a wet prairie in Florida or in the Southeast, but it really, really looked like live oak trees to me. But I could be wrong. I'm not an expert. I have no idea what plants grow in South Korea, so I could be wrong. I also thought that I saw some palmetto in yes. some of the foliage. There were palms also. That screams Florida. The whole video, I'm like, am I going to see like I-75? <laughs> was this shot in Gainesville? And I had no idea. Yeah, the only thing that threw me off was that in some of the larger shots, it looked like there was topography in the background which yeah. Florida is flat, so we don't have any <laughs> mountains or even large enough hills really to be seen in a landscape, but it's still possible. This whole video, he's just vibing. He's vibing on a speedboat, cruising through water, suspiciously with no driver. <laughs> My notes say, is the horse driving the boat? The horse has a boating license. <laughs> They show him at, like, the end. They don't show who's driving. I'm like, oh, my God, is the horse driving the boat? Uh, he's vibing on trees, vibing in the water. I'm really into the tailored pants and the loose shirt combo, but I do not endorse the wet hair trend. I think that's over, and it's ugly. Yeah, I think it just makes your hair look greasy. This is a very chill song, and the music video reflects that, and this whole song is in English. So just to double down, it really does seem like North Florida, given what I can see of the plants, but I could be wrong, not an expert. I really love Eric's voice, though, in general, but his falsetto in this chorus sounds so beautiful. It's like dreamy and just buttery. It's beautiful. I think the song, too, flows extremely well. There's no, like, awkward raps or random dubstep callbacks. <laughs> it's just easy to listen to, and it has a little bit of funk from the music. Like I said, it's dreamy, and it would be perfect to play on a road trip. Okay, coming in at number six, we have Wecky Mecky with Siesta. I gave it a ten. I gave it an eight. We gotta talk about why is this called siesta? 
when it seems more like Fiesta? Do they like already have a song called Fiesta or someone on their label had a song called Fiesta? Even then though, that hasn't stopped people before, so. So the music video is, the girls are looking super bored, they're in their own respective little rooms, and then like, you know what would fix this melancholy? A nap. I'm just kidding. They get together and dance in a park with all white outfits. <laughs> so many fucking frills on these white outfits. I hated oh my God, it. Yeah. The chorus of this is so poppy and it's very bright, so I cannot help but love it, even though it doesn't make any sense why the lyrics are, you're my siesta. I don't know. I love naps. Maybe it's like, I love naps, so I love you. But then they talk about fireworks in the same line. Make it make sense. It really seems like they were saying, you're my nap. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I was very confused. <laughs> so I don't hate this song, but it has definitely been done before. I, f- I feel like this same feel vibe has been done before. And it doesn't have anything particularly unique about it, except the fact that they're talking about naps. I also didn't really like the frilly white outfits. I feel like it made them look like parade floats. And the video was boring to me. I didn't understand the part of them running on a bridge or anything, really, in the music video. (laughs) I think a song about a nap was doomed from the start, but they still did a good job. But I would would skip the video. (laughs) I really, really, really liked the song. But yeah, skip the video. So our number five song is by Monsta X. They released Rush Hour. I gave it a nine. I also gave it a nine. She don't go to job, The urban cowboy concept got me hype in the first 10 seconds of this video. I was like, yes, we need more Western aesthetic. (laughs) However, the Western aspect is strictly aesthetic for this, uh, unless you count like the whistling part. It very quickly goes into something not at all country Western inspired at all. Yeah. So very more urban than cowboy. We also have some dreaded motocross jackets and pants. (laughs) I like them. (laughs) NCT has infected K-pop with this fucking (laughs) motocross shit. Enough. No more. I'm tired of it. How fucking dare you, Monsta X? How dare you? I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you? (laughs) There's no plot for this. It's just dancing and vibes. I really like this song. It sounds like a modern take on a second-gen boy group song. The styling in this, um, love the cowboy, hate the motocross jackets. There's also some mullets. We have to say goodbye to the mullets. Enough. (laughs) My notes say, I also see some fringe. For this level of cunt on the fringe, I'll allow it, though. That was some (laughs) insane fringe on that jacket. (laughs) It was like whole body fringe. (laughs) Uh, the rap was not incorporated into the song as seamlessly as I would have liked. It's a common trend, unfortunately. (laughs) I can't help but like most of Monster X's songs and videos, they have the formula down, if you will. (laughs) The dancing in a box set was eh. I did like them in the desert, which seems like the only natural backdrop of choice for them. I guess because it's in the middle of nowhere, no fans could ever possibly know they were there. (laughs) Maybe it's cheap. (laughs) That could be true as well. 
The styling wasn't actually insane this time, and I really appreciate it, especially that they're not having just, like, random shit all over them. They'd still look over the top, but good. They're, like, sexy cowboys, the motocross jackets, (laughs) the leather jackets. Is it super unique? No. But the song goes pedal to the metal from start to finish, and I love that. I also like the incorporation of the American slang, no cap, <laughs> which means I'm not lying. <laughs> I did not know that. Um, okay. <laughs> no cap means like, yeah, I'm not lying or this is the truth. Things like that. Thank you for looking that up on Urban Dictionary, Rachel. You're welcome. <laughs> I, I did not know that. <laughs> Okay, number four, Emily May. She released My Domain, and this is featuring Sorn, formerly of CLC, and Amber. I gave it a nine. I also gave it a nine. So this is another English song. It's giving girl boss hackers. Did you get that? Yes. Ghost in the Shell was definitely an inspiration for this. I can definitely tell that. Emily looks good, and I thought her voice was very strong. But Amber's verse is hands down the best thing about this whole entire song. It doesn't even compare. Soren's makeup made her look like a literal clown. Like... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Who did her makeup... Okay, after this episode, please go look at this video and you will see that she looks like a fucking clown. Yeah. There's just a lot going on in this. There's like combat, portals, cosplay, like a whole animated section. The anime part, I thought it looked cool, but I felt like they used it to save some budget. Mm, I think you could be right there. Yeah, I'm kind of torn. Like the song is good. The video is pretty good, but there's just so much going on in it. It's not a perfect video, but it's still good. So this video is hands down my favorite video (laughs) of this month, even though it's not perfect. Oh, do you like clowns? Oh, I love clowns. (laughs) 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 I haven't watched Ghost in the Shell, so any links there go over my head so forgive me for any comparisons i'm making now that don't have to do with that but this definitely reminds me of birds of prey because it's like bad bitches coming together the styling of soren in particular just screamed harley quinn to Mm me the pigtails the clown makeup like harley quinn I also liked the reality versus the video game, like juxtapositions there in the very beginning. I thought that was cool. I also thought the incorporation of Sorn and Amber in this song was really cool too. I thought all their voices together sounded great. And the song was really great too. I think you should really watch this video. Is this going to be like my go-to song to listen to? Maybe not. It's a slightly disjointed, but I really like Amber's voice. So yeah. <laughs> We are simps for Amber, yeah. Our number three song is by One Us. They released Luna. I gave it a nine. I also gave it a nine. Okay, 
these boys are staring directly into my soul at the beginning of this. (laughs) Did you feel uncomfortable by that eye contact? It's just like staring directly into the camera. Yes. (laughs) Uh, This is 80s inspired with a strumming synth. So you know I fucking love it. I am a simple hoe. I just love some synth, some 80s inspiration. The traditional string instruments were also used in this, and I thought that gave it a really unique sound. It matched the aesthetic of the music video, and this is the aesthetic. (laughs) This is what I wrote down. Boys looking beautiful in traditional style clothes, while you stare at each other under a full moon like you're in a historical K-drama. Sploosh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I liked the soft lighting in this music video as well. It gave it a very dreamy feel. I mean, you're talking about the moon. Well, I was uh, writing my notes. I literally listened to this song five times. I think I need some help. (laughs) Dedication. (laughs) I absolutely loved, like, the robes, the traditional, well, not robes, they're like hanboks. And they also wear, like, these long line coats in this video. It's so romantic (laughs) and sexy. I know it's just traditional clothing, but I can't help but think that way. Like, when men wear, like, long line outfits, that's just what I think of. Using the Korean-inspired sets, the music, the outfits, all that stuff always makes me super happy. Like, yes, double down on your culture, use it. It's so good. The breakdown of this video, like in the video, is super cool, but it does kind of like take you out of the song. It's a bit much. However, their voices sound great in this video, and they do like fanography (laughs) at the end, which I screamed a little uh, because I just love a good fan. Fan choreography. (laughs) Overall, the sets were beautiful. The choreography was beautiful. It's a beautiful song and video. You should definitely watch and listen to this one. Coming in at number two is Lily Lily. This is their debut. And they released Barcode. I gave it a nine. I gave it a ten. This is a brand new duo, and duos don't get enough respect. No. They just straight up don't. These two have major BFF vibes, and I feel like a lot of duos do. I wrote down, how are they dressed like Zoomer hackers, but also men in black Asians, but make it fashion? (laughs) Yes. Like a lot of teens, they're hanging out in a convenience store slash grocery store. I liked the choreo. I like that they seem to be dancing with each other and not just doing the same choreography. Mm -hmm. I feel like we've made this note with card as well. There is a total difference between everyone kind of doing the same thing and then actually interacting and dancing with each other. Mm -hmm. Overall, while this music video and song is not groundbreaking, the visuals were fun and the song was good. So the members of Lily Lily are Luce and Greta, and they are 24 and 22 years old, respectively. They're debuting kind of late, but I really like this duo, though. At the very beginning of the music video, there's like whistles and heavy bass, and I was already in. (laughs) I just love their sassy attitudes right off the bat. And like we said, we love a duo. I like their choreography. It's nuanced, but it's not too difficult to follow and, you know, do if you're not 
an expert. I also really liked their styling. I thought it was super on trend with the Ots fashion resurgence. I liked that there wasn't just a bunch of crap thrown on them without thought. They really reminded me of like Lizzie McGuire, but edgy. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> this song though is so catchy. I had to rate this a 10 because there is not a thing I would change beyond giving them more budget for their video. Coming in at number one is Twice with Scientist. I gave it a 10. I gave it a 9. Better make a move. Last month, they were prom queens. Now they are hashtag women in STEM. (laughs) (laughs) The concept of this is that they are love scientists in a pastel lab looking for the formula for love. I thought that was cute. Each girl has her own little science specialization. There's like robotics, chemistry, computing, math, etc, etc. The styling for this was very cute and pastel, though... Honestly, they should have leaned more into the academic aesthetic. I'm like, where's the tweed? This is like the only time where you should be wearing plaid. <laughs> like, I thought they could have leaned into that way more than they did. They had pink outfits, which were fine, except that fucking feather top one. Oh mm-hmm. my God, that was so ugly <laughs> and distracting. Could it be that I am turning into a twice stan? What has become of me? Oh, God. I used to, like, not like any of their songs, and now they just released hit after hit. (laughs) What is going on 2021? I don't know. So I'm not sure how I feel about their, like, pastel suit slash uniforms, but they aren't bad. I like the chorus, but it is, like, a bit lackluster for me. However, it is an earworm. It's just... The rhyme and the sing-songy way that they say it, it's just meant to be an earworm. I like their, like, crazy, quote-unquote, science alter egos. <laughs> it reminded me of, like, a cross between Harley Quinn and Entrapta, which is a character from She-Ra. She's basically the tech princess. <laughs> The formula of love presentation at the end of this music video is hilarious when they pretend to cry at the unveiling of the love formula. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, twice is the audience and the presenters, uh, which I feel like happens all the time. (laughs) Uh, When you have to do crap for academic stuff, it's like, ooh, I'm presenting to no one. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, our honorable mentions for the month. Mine is Min's Onion. I gave it an 8. I gave it a 7. It's good to see Min. I really miss Miss A. I think that's why I rated this an 8. I thought the music video was colorful and cute and she got layers. Like Shrek. My honorable mention is Ha Sung Woon's Electrified. I gave it a 7. I gave it an 8. I just think Ha Sung Woon's voice is buttery, beautiful, and sensual in this music video. You can also just stare at him being hot and dancing in the music video. (laughs) All right, let's wrap up this episode with our weekly K-pop recommendations. I'm going to recommend Luna by One Us. My recommendation is going to be Lily Lily's Barcode. Thank you so much for listening to the November K-pop roundup. You can find Soulmates on Facebook, facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. 
You can find us on Instagram where we have a link tree to our Spotify and YouTube accounts where we have playlists of the songs we just reviewed this month. So check us out there at Soulmates Podcast. Send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. You can also check us out on YouTube and watch some of our videos at Soulmates Podcast. This program is available pretty much anywhere podcasts can be found. iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and Stitcher, wherever you're listening right now. Make sure you subscribe, you like, you follow, so you can listen to us every other Friday. So before we go, we have to make an announcement. January, we are taking a brief hiatus. I'm getting married. Married! Rachel's my maid of honor, so our lives are going to be very busy during the month of January, and I'll be going away on my honeymoon, and there's just not going to be enough time to devote to the podcast. So we will be taking a brief hiatus, definitely in January. Hopefully, we'll be picking back up in February, but we will post on social media when the hiatus is up. Yes. Okay. Have a wonderful day, everyone, and we'll see you guys in two weeks. Bye. Bye.